This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Y'all, that was amazing. It was. Good for you. (laughs) This is exciting. (laughs) When something is good, I think it's good. It's when something is good, Poodle will keep fucking it. The crossover. This is gay crappins. This is ninety gay crappins. We, that we agreed it was gay crappins. Oh, in the email today, I read that Ronnie put ninety day, well, ninety fuck. gay crappins. Y'all, who, it's something. At the point, at this point, who even cares? Who even cares? You guys, it's our crossover between Watch What Crappins and Ninety Day Gays. Crappins with Ronnie, ben Ron, Ben Ron with Ronnie and Ben. We're so excited, you guys. This is a three parter. Now, if you're on the Gay Trion, what they called me in college. There goes three parter. <laughs> hey, you guys, you ladies, you people, you people. We don't need to gender you. We want to let you know that if you're in the Gay Trion at any level, you can watch the video of us doing this. It's already up now um and you you should have gotten an email of that and your patreon and just click on that little link and watch the video of this or if, if you want to listen to it for free as a podcast that's if you what don't want to see my beautiful t-shirt and all of us looking very casual you can see me in my father's man cave <laughs> with light fixtures he made that are really cute actually and and my expressive face when i'm like what the fuck's going on here <laughs> with the popcorn maker in the background and poodle now just wants popcorn <laughs> All the time, I could not. I'm like, why is there a popcorn maker? And I could not, I could not focus. Because it was otherwise. a movie room. Dad, cost me eighty bucks. We used it once. Hard to fucking clean. Most expensive popcorn I ever bought. <laughs> anyway, there y'all, you are. There you are. So this is part one of the crossover. Part uh. Part uh. How do you say that in French, poodle? Uh. <laughs> Someone who was uh, recently uh, a, a uh. French sissy. Just came at us. I know, and she corrected. I I she, will take I will take umbrage with you spelled the name wrong. She she said I love it when Poodle corrects Maddie's French because he should, but Poodle's French is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say she was right. She was right <laughs> on the two but things. See, you do admit when things are right. So y'all, there's three parts of these. This first one's dropping on Monday. The next one's dropping on Tuesday, and the third one's dropping on Wednesday to give y'all a little happy New Year cheering, queering, 
gay stuff. Yeah, and we just didn't have anything to program at this time of the year. So. And there you go. Um, so be sure to go if you're. If this you're is a holiday too. We're watching the, this the is holiday. holiday. I don't know if you want. You may want to stop now and watch holiday. You know what? Don't save yourself the problems. It's true. Um, oh, yeah, I'm torn on that one. It's a cute movie, uh, but if like about two thirds of the way through, I started to have a lot of big existential questions about life. <laughs> Which is what you do in bed. Exactly. But the, it, it wasn't the movie that made me do that. I was kind of like, why am I watching this? <laughs> Agreed. What, what is going to happen? What, what does this say about what me? What brought me here? Yeah. Um, so we also want to let you guys, if, uh, if you're a Housewives fan and you've never listened to Watch What They Crap do it better things, than anybody, guys. Better than, It's the reason why we don't do it, y'all, because they do it the best. And they've been doing it the longest. And they're hilarious. Like six, seven years. So, yeah, you've got to start, you've got to subscribe to Watch What Crappens. A link to them is in the show notes. Be sure to click on that, or just wherever you listen to uh, podcasts, if you type the word Crappens, you will find them. <laughs> yeah. Why does the word Crappens make me laugh? It's a great name. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, enjoy the episode, pukes. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Watch What Crappens and 90 Day Gay Holiday Extravaganza. I'm Ronnie Karam. That's Ben Mandelker. Those guys are Matt Marr and Jake Anthony from 90 Day Gay. Hi, guys. Hello. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Holiday. Games. Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Uh, Happy to have a Hanukkah, and I hope you find a twink in your stocking. Oh, God. <laughs> um, everybody, we've been wanting to do this for a real long time. We for are real. actually real friends, real life. Yeah, and we it's are. It's about time we joined forces and talked some shit about television shows. It's tr- Poodle told me, don't go off on Ina Garten tangents with Ben. You better not. <laughs> You better not. You're going to activate me. I know. We love her. We actually need to talk about uh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were talking about we have to. We actually have to talk about Jeffrey. I was like, I'm ready. Oh, we'll I am ready to talk about this. If we're, if we're still talking towards the end, we'll make a bonus episode of Talking Ina, because I just actually watched her yesterday and was extremely triggered. Also, <laughs> has she lost a bunch of weight? 
I think she's lost some. Uh, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to it's, tell. You know, she has, those, she has those like unform fitting shirts yeah. that she wears. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're not form fit. And then, but the way I could tell is because like when I lose weight, I have like a herky jerky way of talking anyway. And so when I lose weight, I look crazy. I look like I'm breakdancing. <laughs> uh, it could be her curly hair. I mean, it's yeah. a goal. When I'm 70, I want child labor to make me flouncy shirts so I look not fat. <laughs> because I'm going to be huge. She's you know doing... her shirts are custom made, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I yeah. want. She's yeah. doing this kind of like, uh, you know, she's at home, so all of her camera is kind of far away. Yes. And so maybe maybe that's part of it. But for, she's always looked the same like Mount Rushmore. Like she just yeah, doesn't change. Perennial. Although this is the, the this is actually the the in quarantine is the most we've seen her change because she doesn't have access to her hair people. So we are getting like her natural hair. curls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. natural wave. Because I saw something where she was like on her cell phone or something like, well, Jeffrey lies, and her head was like kind of herky jerky, and she had that wavy <laughs> hair. And I was like, well, oh my god, is she on Adderall? What is happening with the eye? <laughs> when she messes up or there's like she's waiting, that's kind of my favorite thing. Like Same. I kind they could totally like if. Food Network, I would never pay for their fucking streaming. But if they did like Ina Garten, like I'll take, take yeah. my money, take it. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. I love it when she pours, <laughs> or she pours like powdered sugar into a mixer and then a cloud comes up. She, she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm in a cloud. You know, I'm like, yes, Ina, yes, you are in a cloud. I love a good little joke. I she does like pasta too, and, and she it'll like she's like oh instant facial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she always does that. Meet something different for Jake. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh Saturday god. Nights. Pat- well, no, not to me. Like literally, right now at this point in my life, a powdered sugar facial is like the sexiest thing that could ever happen. Same. Same. Uh, everybody, we are here to recap Holiday, which is on Netflix, because you know you guys watch some Bravo, and we sometimes watch Ninety Days. Really, only our Ninety Day Fiance, mostly to talk to Kate Casey. Gonna be honest, we love I Kate watch, Casey. I watch it. Hi, it. Kate Casey. I watch it like twice a year to talk to her about it. But um, uh, how are you guys faring with Ninety Day Ninety Day Fiance? There's like a ton of different spinoffs and stuff now, right? Uh, it never fucking ends. <laughs> you know what? You know what? To be honest, because you know we've said this before. Like Ronnie really is the reason why Jake and I are doing our show because he encouraged us to do it. And so we, we, I remember Jake and I saying though, we're only going to do like one or two shows a week because we're not doing what Ronnie and Ben do because they don't have a life. And then yeah. Matt Sharp went and made fucking five different ninety day fiance. So it's now kind of now it's, it's like, like housewife show edition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just got season eight, though, of 90 Day Fiance with new cast members. Yeah. So it's like we've got fresh blood right now. It's oh, like good. a holiday yeah. gift. It's good. You know how there's it is. like the new yeah. ones. There's like Happily Ever After. There's uh, The Other Way, uh, 90 Day Fiance. There's Electric that one where they're on the couch. I've seen that no one doubt. where they're on the couch, like the people's couch, but with 90 Day Gay yeah. People. And I it's been really yeah. bad. <laughs> Next one is going to be like, 90 day fiance still pregnant eating Cheetos. Like they're just, they don't care at this point. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, but it um, keeps going. So we're never, we're never out of material. Well, and we yeah. should say for our listeners who are like, who are Ronnie and Ben, y'all do watch what crappens, which is you're branching on. Now it's been specifically just housewives, but y'all are, you're having as we poodle and I call it. That's what for your listeners, I call Jake poodle. Um, but you're having gay DD of sorts and doing expanding different things. your boundaries. We're expanding because, um, uh, well, 
it was something we had been thinking about doing. And then with the pandemic, it kind of forced our hand a little bit because uh, I think everyone's production schedules in the beginning got like really messed up. So our schedule thinned out. And so we started to branch out into things like Selling Sunset or The Great British Bake Off. I mean, and we have a bonus episode. So we've always, you know, dabbled in other shows on the bonus episode. Um, yeah, we did like Tiger did. King and stuff. But it's been kind of fun because we are still like Bravo is still our first our first love, you know, and we will, and we are still pretty much a Bravo podcast, but we figure, you know, why not, why not like play around? We dabbled our toes in game of Thrones last year, which was really fun. And we realized that like, we could just, you know, apply our, what we, what we do to like almost any show. So like, why not just have fun with it? Yeah, for same. sure. Yeah. We kind of thought the same thing when we started doing our stuff. Well, that yeah. and discovery wanted to sue us and told us we have to change our name in January. <laughs> so that kind oh. of, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of prompted us because we're going to, no, for our listeners, we're not going to hey be boys, fuck agent. off. That yeah. was kind of what it was. We're going to be something different in January. We're doing a contest now to choose our new name. Oh, do you so. have like, do you have like a window of like one year to change your name or something? They, or are they just? They, they basically sent us a cease and desist letter that says we're going to own your fucking ass mm-hmm. um, if you don't wow. change it soon. Wow. Like, no <laughs> corporations really know how to deal with their fans. It's so great. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> the, the weirdest thing is that we were literally on their clapback show. They had wow. the, yeah, the, the week they emailed us. We were on their clapback show on TLC. So it's just legal. Legal is such a Maybe weird department. Got them. Yeah, it's someone in their department saw it and was like, "Excuse you, I'm <laughs> I know. God forbid you guys give them free publicity. God forbid right. you guys yeah. like forbid. generate interest in their shows. Apple. That's just terrible. That's absolutely well. It's terrible. good. It's good that you're being sued by TLC because they cheap. So you know that their ads aren't going to last <laughs> long. Okay. You need like twenty dollars to last through that case. It's not. We want to say it's not Matt Sharp. We have it's Discovery. It's Discovery. Matt Sharp and them. I think they love us. You need so. a blowjob. I'm here anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. We all love talking about TV shows, and we all love talking about crap TV shows. So we thought we would come together for the holidays and recap, you know, a cheesy holiday movie. So we're like, okay, cool. Holiday is this thing that's on Netflix. We didn't really know what it was. I assumed personally it was going to be like every other Hallmark movie, just some sort of cheesy thing with people, you know, like just like falling in love in a super white place. And it sort of is that, but it was like much more of a edgy movie than I was like, quote unquote edgy, like faux edgy than I was expecting. That's a really good term. Faux edgy. That's, that's, that's really, really accurate. I mean, it just was like, I was expecting to be like full Hallmark cheese, but I was like, it starts off with it be like, fuck. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) Okay. That was and those like tonal things. It, like to me, this was like a romantic comedy directed by the Fairley Brothers. Like yeah. <laughs> in a in like a weird. There's like, like gross out. There's poop humor. There's, there's poop humor. I wrote in all caps. Humor. We're having poop humor. And like yeah. someone says, "Come" within the first five minutes, and I was like, "Where am I?" <laughs> I felt like it was really hard to be like, "We're not a Hallmark movie because we are cursing and someone has diarrhea." But I'm like, "Yeah, but you are a Hallmark movie, like you had cursing and diarrhea." <laughs> I mean, it was produced by Mick G. Did it y'all was. see that? Yeah, yeah, Wonderland Sound and Vision. Yeah, um, that's their company. Well, they made- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like a, it was like a snarky comment about. I'll make a, I'll make a, I'll, I'll say this. They did a really great job with using the mall. I mean, that mall. Can that I, mall. Yeah. They really went all in on the mall usage. Who they goes were like, to we the mall that much? I don't. Mall. 
Like who, ever. Who like goes who to even fits into much? clothes from the mall? Has, has anyone been in a mall in the past 10 years? It's like a ghost town. Like I go to the mall. I'm not anymore because of the pandemic, but I, I love going to that mall. What's that one that's in the valley that's like off of like um like uh, Woodman or something? It's, it's like Sherman Oak West Side. It's the West Side Valley no, Village. The, no, not the West, not the West Side Pavilion, um, but there's the there's one that's like right by where the former headquarters were for Sunkist. And um, it's just like such a mall. <laughs> really? It's like, I'm like, tell me more about Sunkist. Sunkist, Sunkist <laughs> headquarters used to be right off the 101. Well, Sunkist used to be there. I, I do. <laughs> I love going to malls too because there's um, – there's, I just, it makes me, I think, reminds me of home because that's what mm. you did. And like, I, even though I don't, I love going to the Bath and Body Works and getting my free candle. And I, you know, yeah. I'm dating myself. I used to love to go to Illuminations. You know, which uh, store I used to always walk shop. into yeah. was uh, the engraving one, uh, Remembered <laughs> Things. Or was remember, this. Remember, remember Things. Remember Things. Remember Things. Remember things. I would go in there all the time as a teenager. Like I'm not buying yeah. anything in here. I would go in there all the time and dream of all the stuff I was going to get engraved for people. Oh, but that was my. <laughs> you I know, would, I, not... I would go to um, I would go to the FAO Schwartz store and the KB KB Toys uh -huh. and Spencer's and the museum store and play with like the little puzzles in there. I would have like a rotation that I would just go through. Oh, you're Spencer's. smart kid. I, I spent a lot of time in Spencer's with like Spencer, the, like yeah. the big fat ladies who were naked on cards. Yes. Or how about that? Like the naked guys that were on cards. Like that was, yes. the best. I could get the porn. That was in like the porn to a teenager. I said yeah, that I was right. looking at the naked ladies, but. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's still ingrained. Did you not to yeah. say? Yeah. Uh -huh. so they have to tell the clerk. I'm just looking at the naked ladies. That's all. I need to get my mom a naked lady card. I would just go to places like, casual corner or Cato plus and befriend the sales <laughs> clerk and then let them teach me how to ring people up. That's what I would do. You think I'm lying, but Your I'm neighbor. not. <laughs> I always wanted to learn how to use the, those shirt folder things, you know, that they have, like they put like a big plastic plate on the shirt and then they fold them really fast and then they pull the plate out. Like, yeah, that, nailed it, nailed it. that wears off after you do it like 1100 times, but I know how to yeah. do it. And when I worked in gap yeah. in college, that maybe my manager was like, how do you know how to do that? And I I was like casual corner when I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, this movie was, it was, <laughs> I thought this movie would put me in a holiday mood. It kind of did. It kind of didn't. It, it, it was, wasn't about the holidays at all. Wasn't yeah, it wasn't at really all. a Christmas like, movie. And almost like the big, okay. I know we are going to go, we're going to re recap this, but just like, from a like I have to say a big note that I have is that like they kind of <laughs> skipped Christmas at the end. Like it was all leading up to the fact that like it was like it starts off with a shitty Christmas and then it it's supposed to lead up to the fact that but the next Christmas is gonna be amazing. And then they like kind of <laughs> Ended in sprouts, and I'm like, <laughs> we sort of just like climax and sprouts, and then the mall, and then we just sort of have like a picture of Christmas, and uh, well, that was because they had like the Christmas choir or whatever. They had the gospel right? choir. Well, I call them I call them drag dinner. brunch gospel choir because those were some gay gospel that singers. But they never brunch. put the fucking leaf in the table for him. Okay, that's oh the they point. didn't. You never got the fucking leaf in the table. Well, welcome to being in a real fucking family. <laughs> like, Is your husband was, gonna come tonight? Because I don't. Want to put the leaf in the table. That was the most authentic thing in this entire movie. I think they spent the most time on thank on St. Patrick's. That was the holiday that what? got the most airplay. Like, how what misery would life be if you had to spend every one of these fucking holidays with your family? 
I know at all times they just keep on run, they just run into each other at all times. They go to all mom, mom, I have to meet you for Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) I know, mom, I have to meet you for uh for Arbor Day. I I need to see you. I'm going to a Halloween party with my crazy aunt Kristen Chenoweth. (laughs) Okay, I y'all, I'm from Oklahoma, so I love Kristen Chenoweth. Um, Oh, I love Kristen Chenoweth. what she was doing in this movie it it made no sense so i love christopher yeah it made no sense but i loved it but it made no sense this was her best performance since she played a wacky vice principal in the boy next door okay this was (laughs) wow this was just her her finest work since then that is digging deep we all remember that movie right just it did not end end well for her in that movie i I seem to remember there was like an incident with like duct tape didn't wait. Isn't oh. that the when the when the like the crazy guy wasn't it the a J Lo movie? Oh and yeah, and he was really hot, and she was he a was, teacher. He was really hot, and they had great chemistry. And but for some like for some reason they couldn't be together because I was like they're yeah. hot, they have to be together. And he got her like a first edition of the Odyssey. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and that was the joke because I'm like, wouldn't it have been on tablets? Um, how, how do you remember that not and not the guy you're dating, Poodle? I love you, but come on. <laughs> that guy was hot. You'll never forget that guy. Oh, from that movie. Ra- Ryan Vasquez? Am I making that up? You uh, might be. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He, he was, he was I mean, maybe he's on my he's on my wallpaper, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know Kristen Chenoweth. Well, I know her from a lot of things, obviously, but popular. So you want to be popular? Wicked, yeah, yeah. Her, wicked. And then I before that, Charlie Brown. You're a good man, yeah. Charlie Brown. Do you well, guys? Well, oh, she, do you guys remember? She actually had her own like NBC sitcom called Kristen. Yes, oh yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. It was on it. for like. Three, three minutes. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah she also was tied up in duct tape in that one, too. It was really weird. <laughs> Just really into those scenes. Now she was. Cat jumped out. Pushing daisies. And I <laughs> loved <laughs> what, what that show. I'm going to fuck up the acronym GCB G- Good Christian yeah. Visit. Yeah. I love that show. Bitches. That show mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. But we're yeah. both from that that world, you know, where we kind of are from that, those ladies. Good Christian. That's bitches. true. That's I true. Really, I, was, I was down for that show. They shouldn't have called it Christian Bitches because that's no. what yeah. set everybody off. They're like, oh, we will not. How dare you? They hate Christians. <laughs> Baby eaters. <laughs> I I just um I think that she's like due for a like a really good Fox television legal drama where she yeah. walks. She's like a yeah. lawyer who's like just trying to ha- handle it all, and she walks into the courtroom and says, "Your Honor, I object. This is a case not about a crime. This is a case about family. You know, <laughs> that's true." And why like did that. she have? Why did she? Why was she the only one who had a southern accent? I noticed and, that too. And the rest of them were it like from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah that was, and she doesn't always have that thick of a th- southern accent. It's not like you cast Dolly Parton, you know. Yeah. She comes on like, ah, like, I feel yeah. like from Mama's family, right? She now. also looked like none of her family members. None was of she them. Sisters with Francis. With with Francis, Francis Fisher. Which Fisher? what was Francis Fisher? Like classical actress doing in this movie. But she also, was getting like paid. Francis That's what she like was 20 doing. Years older than Kristen Chenoweth. I mean, like <laughs> this, this. I feel like we are y'all going to get into the movie, but I feel like overall, I don't think this, anyone cares really. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone. Like, you know no, what? I really care. need a solid <laughs> recap of holidays. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, there's one one person just pulled over their car, Cheryl, and just went 
fuck. Um, I'm never going to get my holiday never gonna, that I needed. Damn it, Daryl. Um, but they're, I feel like they people were in the room and basically, this is an example that you can tell a lot of people were involved producing and making this movie because it is just like, hey, yeah. I have this great idea. Hey, I have this. And it was like, let's put all of our great ideas together. We can make this work. So it feels a little bit schizophrenic. It feels, I think that is such an accurate observation. I think because all of us are in LA or or have lived in LA or like have been, I guess, sort of like part of like the entertainment industry and like this entire script reeks of a development oh. exec who says, how about we put in a scene where he loses his finger? Sure. I guess. And <laughs> it's like the director, like clearly I looked up the director who his credits are curious. And I'm like, he clearly does not have enough. Like, this is like a big deal that he went from directing, like, I don't know, an episode of like, of like, um, Crossing no, Faith no, not or whatever, Crossing yeah. Jordan, <laughs> and then like <laughs> I don't know what he directed, but like now he has something with Bryce Dallas Howard and like you know Chris. Oh, so this did, this did it. He doesn't. He doesn't really have any say, so he has to be like, uh, okay, sure, we'll have a finger amputation scene because that'll be. That fun. was where it felt like Dumb and Dumber to me. That was where it got Fairly Brothers and the poop. It was trying. Yeah. It was trying. It like it just felt like it, it was someone was trying to wedge in some ideas on this. Mm, it was script. also written by a woman. And I was like, mm, I, I looked her, I looked her up and couldn't find the, a lot. Tiffany Paulson. But some um, of this is taking the women's movement back well, a little bit. No, it felt like it was like written in like 1978 for men and women. Like it's like, <laughs> well, men, men, men don't cry. Men don't have emotions. Women so, take a long time to process information <laughs> because our brains are just slower and moving so not quickly. When we yeah. say we don't want to be with somebody, we really do want to be with yeah. somebody. <laughs> And we're eating chocolate because we're so miserable. Yeah. I mean, it was, it like, was like, or like a Tim yeah. Allen routine from like 1993. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. And anyway. like, let me just like push away this super hot guy who's like I'm super into and he's super into me, and he's also emotionally available. All of a yeah. sudden, let me just push him away just because I should push my wife because I'm yeah because I was into a guy that was really hot and he was French and like. <laughs> I mean, I was triggered by the whole thing, not as a woman, obviously, but I did. I was triggered more as just a single person who's like always single and plans to die single. Like, that's <laughs> good to me. Like, I love it. I, I purposely do it. And then the whole movie is like this girl is like, fuck it. I don't need anybody. I'll sit at the fucking kids' table. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, too. And then at the end, I, she's like, but I do need somebody. I'm just yeah. broken. Like, I, fuck I, you. I almost felt like her character was written by someone who's never been single. Like, it was like, <laughs> like I feel like. I feel like that. I feel like Tiffany, whatever her name is, I'm like really glad that she wrote this. Good movie for her. Like, good know, for good her. her. Like for real. Like we know how hard it is to make these movies. Yeah, sure for real. Featured. But it sort of read like Tiffany is one of those girls that just goes from relationship to relationship, yeah. and she's created a character that's like not like any other single person. Like I just don't think that single people act that way. As someone no. who was like once single for like 15 years, you know. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sibling fights are unavoidable. 
But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Yeah. She just kind of, she just, she, 
her character was the most problematic for me because I understood him. He was just an asshole. Yeah, and, he's by the way completely unlikable. Oh, completely. <laughs> What a jerk. You guys, I love people like that. I, I was like, oh my God, I love his highlights. Like, yeah. I just, like, <laughs> I just thought he was like so lost. And he's like, I love golf. Like, that's his yeah. personality trait that he loves golf. And I don't know. I thought he was just always nice and charming. Like, what did he do wrong? But I mean, he was actually he, very upfront. He gets better near the end. But he, like, he's handsome. He, he's a dick at the beginning, but she, she's kind of like dresses like, Every like tech person on every crime procedural, every <laughs> you know, it's like, like a little vest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like power, there's a criminal coming at you. Yeah, it's like Chloe. Yeah. It's always Chloe on twenty four yeah. or uh-huh. but and and she's kind of like she hates everything, but always spends time with her family, and also she doesn't want to be single, but she also. Uh, she, she wants to be single, but she also is painting for her fiance, who is a, also a jerk. But then she freaks out about him wanting to have a baby, but even though she doesn't want to have a baby, yeah, that, that, that yeah. and she's I'm also, so- yeah, also, by the way, okay, this is gonna probably this might sound a little retrograde, but she's also like really pretty, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of feels like she probably would have like a pretty easy time dating. And I understand this is why it's retrograde because I understand like looks kind of have nothing to do with like dating and whether like it shouldn't be like oh, oh you're pretty right. you should be able to date but yeah. at the same time it's kind of like um like well she bemoans <laughs> about not having sex y'all this is just a fact straight pretty women can have sex basically whenever they want yeah this yeah. is four gay men talking this is four, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. come at me come at um, me but i'm yeah. just it, it i feel happened. like though i feel like they really had to dirty her up like they had to put her in Chloe clothes. They had to put her. Her hair was dirty. But like, uh, why don't most they just the cast Chloe? Why don't they just cast <laughs> Marilyn Rice? Yeah, that would be like amazing. Like that one, I would actually like be so invested. Like I actually would like it more if she were more like like the ugly girl who then has this like super hot dude. Although I guess the super hot dude probably would not be like, okay, you're going to be my holiday because I think you would want mm. someone who's like hot to be a holiday. Right. It's well, a problem. You yeah. would have to do it that well, don't get me started. And I do, you're right. Ben. And I want to preface y'all. I have made a short film that's way worse than this. So yes, we like Jake and I've done oh, theater shows that are complete shit. So, yes. um, Oh yeah. I mean, look, we can't, we're not coming Ron, from a place of, Oh, we're all great filmmakers. No. So we're going to no. trash this film. Yeah. Who cares? Like we're the Although audience. Ronnie, all of our improv shows were always better than this. <laughs> Even yeah, those could get pretty. The ones we had to buy pizza for people to just to come. Girl, we would have to times my... where we would apologize after. <laughs> we would. Like I'm sorry. My, come to my, my short show. film, Coffee. I I made a short film in college called Coffee, and I have to say, it is not as good as this. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, uh, you brought up the director, so I had to look him up. His name is John Whitesell, which I think is funny because that's like what literally he's what he's doing is selling white people. Selling to white people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and selling white Patrick people Whitesell? to white people. Yep. And um, he's known for directing and producing Guiding Light, 1952. Mm. I mean, this guy's... Oh well, How? I guess I guess that's when it started. Yeah. Uh, Holiday and Big Mamas, like father, like son. How does he get this gig, by the way? Girl, How does you know, he I'm, get this I'm, gig? I'm sure there are like so many qualified you know? people. Like, <laughs> actually, I, I didn't know. really have a problem too much with the direction. Believe it or not, the direction was like fine. I thought, but yeah, like passable. Yeah, um, I think. But don't you said white people? Don't forget the funny black friend. 
Oh yeah, he the was... Vine Star. Oh, oh yeah, the Vine Star. No, that guy made it big on Vine. Yeah. Oh really? That's his whole thing. His name is uh, Andrew Batchelor. His name was King Batch, and he's he like really funny in it. He yeah, was a funny. debut. What a, so what a feature debut. He was the funniest. And actually, I I did guffaw out loud several times at the older sister at some of her lines and the way she said them. She's on Grey's yeah, Anatomy, she, isn't she? she, she, had a, she wasn't, yeah, she had a few. Yeah. I don't Look, there were like I a few I mean, all this stuff we bitched about, I sat down, I was crying like a <laughs> piece. I got moved too, I and cried. I was mad at myself. I, I mean, I, I was, it was cute. cute. That's why it was I was cute. triggered because I was like, maybe I do need to be happy with somebody else. <laughs> Do I am I just eating too much because I want somebody to follow me in the mob? No, like no, I'm mad at her because like she's a skinny girl that pretends she's always eating chocolate. Like I hate that in movies and like there were so many things that made me mad. But then at the end, I cried and I was like, okay, ah, therapy. Yeah, I, I, I I did actually. I was sort of like pining for them to get together only because I was so annoyed by the by the fact that they weren't together. I was like, there's no reason for you guys not to be yet together. Yeah. And you guys yeah. are trying to be all meta in the beginning of this movie by like oh. joking about rom-coms and what people do in rom-coms are so cliche. Oh. I'm like, the most cliche thing is that you're not together and real people would have been together right now. Yes. And, and the I, interesting is they dropped all of that at about, about 30 minutes into the film they dropped all the meta this is what yeah, people know from the see. first draft. That was before the development execs got involved. <laughs> <laughs> they were like it was probably all over the thing you know i i actually had like very high hopes once i realized what this movie was about because i had no idea because my probably like my number two may, number one number two favorite christmas song of all time is christmas rapping by the waitresses do you know that song no it's like, merry christmas merry christmas i think i'll miss this one this year merry christmas merry christmas oh i do know that song. look at ronnie's yeah. face <laughs> So it's actually like a story oh. song. The reason why I'm bringing it up it's a story song. It's about this woman who's basically Bryce Dallas Sloan. She's basically Sloan's character. Oh, and uh, it's this woman who like basically um, like like the Christmas sucks for her. And she meets a guy at a Christmas party. And then like the whole song is about how they keep running into each other every like through all the holidays throughout the year. And then at the end of the song, they spend Christmas together. And it's like, ba-boom, you know? So I was sort of like hoping. What's like, that oh, movie this- called? I want to watch that and, and it's cry. A song. It. It's a song. And I was always thought, oh. like, why has no one adapted this song into a movie? And I was like, oh, here it is. It Maybe finally it. arrived. So That's I had, like, your idea, Sugar. Do that shit. Can, wait, who do you keep calling Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard? What? This, who do you keep calling Bryce Dallas isn't, Howard? Isn't it? Isn't no, that, this is Julia Roberts's niece. Oh, it's Emma Roberts. Oh, Emma Roberts. Yes. Emma Roberts. Yes, I I know her because of American Horror that Story. And she always plays this character. So it's I, weird. I was like, why is Bryce Dallas Howard in this? She was. In I confused. I confused names on the daily, and I actually just went with you on that. So I'm uh, with you then. Bryce Dallas Howard was one the what that really terrible. She was in the Village. Um, I love the village. How dare you? I did not guess the village. By you the did, way, you still wait. You didn't you, at the end when the, she came no. out on the road. You just didn't go. Have I been led astray? <laughs> no. At the end, I was like, "Oh my god, that was such a good twist!" And everybody in the theater was like, "This movie!" <laughs> Literally yelling in the movie theater. How they much have had it end in the mall like this one? You, <laughs> yeah, yes, you've been in the mall the whole time. <laughs> you Kendall has been the mayor this whole what, time, and she's question, a mad. You guys, did you? I when they first started talking about the concept of a holiday, and I didn't really understand it. And then it's like, and Kristen Chenna was like, yeah, I'd just bring a new, a new person every time it's a holiday. And then they just perverted the concept. They, thank you. <laughs> they really did. Because it's not like, about, it's not about like, 
It's not about taking someone to the same thing, which makes no sense yeah. if you're not going to have a relationship that with that person. It, you Even your parents know. So you're not fooling your parents. They're like, this guy again, I guess they're never going to get together. Yeah, Why even yeah. bother? <laughs> and like, also, like... loved each other. It's also like, what is wrong with these people that they're so insecure that they can't go to a, like like easter with their family alone right. <laughs> like, how, how like vapid vapid and empty are you that you just desperately need someone by you and 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 also you're going to continue it for the rest of the year well, like, okay you, you really Cheryl, for st patrick's day isn't st patrick's day the time when you get drunk and then hook up with a rando like yeah, yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> cheryl just drove off the road again and now she's sobbing just going fuck because <laughs> i destroyed the movie part. you just read her <laughs> for film. but also this kind of reminded me of that deal you know we all make with our best girlfriend growing up like if you don't get married and if uh, i don't get married then maybe we can get married one day and then you try maybe to we have a baby like i'm not fucking marrying you no, yeah. i Maddie kidding. did that. Maddie you know? did that with a, one of his best girlfriends. Like, can I? Can you give him a baby? You'll give yeah. him a baby. And now she doesn't believe in gay marriage, and she's married to a straight man. So oh, you know yeah. what? She can live her you life. See, that's how shit works out later. Yeah. In the time. yeah. And by it the way, it reminded me of that. By the way, I have to say also, kudos to this movie for not having ambition. You know, they're like, <laughs> we could have added some twists. We could have done something like, I don't know, make them fall for each other around July 4th. And then like um, maybe one of them or maybe like the, maybe one of them starts like dating someone for real in the real world. And then there's like a real complication. And instead they sort of like sprinkled us with that with like that Labor Day incident. But like, they're like no, we're not going to complicate this. We're just going to have two people who should be dating and they just won't date because we're telling them not to date. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was very really lazy. You're right. Yeah, I just wanted the twist to be that they were like, no, we're going to just stay single and that's and it's fine and everyone's fine. And then you see like 50 years down the line, he's still coming over for Christmas, you know, and they haven't seen each other. And they're both still alone. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're I just was hoping she would like fine. finally get her baby, but not tell him about it. And then like we flash forward to like 30 when he finally meets his son at Christmas. Mm. That's that how about they just both come out of the closet? <laughs> He's gay, she's a lesbian, and it makes so much more sense. That's great. That's the previous <laughs> well, ending for the happiest season. <laughs> they would definitely have to change its highlights because those are definitely hetero lights. Hetero yeah, they are. They they are really good hetero lights, though. Yeah. He was yeah. hot. It's like he the fourth Hensworth brother. He, he reminded he... me of that guy who was in the, the he was Australian, I think, as well. Poodle's gonna hate it because I'm terrible with names. He was like he was a hot blonde guy and an actor. So I'm Here we getting go. specific. This is like our version of Pyramid that um, we do. But, but he was in like that, he was in that he was in that shark movie. Sam from Cheers. <laughs> it was it, he was where he fought shark. Not the Meg. It was like what blue something. Oh yeah, deep blue sea. Oh, uh, Sam Neill? Jason, Jason Patrick? Maybe. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is what Jason Patrick was in Speed 2, but that was a good and guess. He's not even that blonde. I have a computer. You know what he reminds me of? He, to me, he looks like Austin from like uh, Southern Charm, like, like what Austin could be if he was hotter, but uh, also with like mixed with Aaron Eckhart. He was he gave us give yes, there's an Aaron, Aaron, Eckhart Aaron Eckhart without yeah. as prominent of a chin. Okay. Like he Aaron did, Eckhart. He did kind of look like Austin, but his tongue wasn't. His so tongue fat, was not so hanging on the top. 
Um, so Thomas Jane, that's who he kind of reminded Thomas me of. Oh, oh, yeah. That guy was on my spank bank. Uh, I think oh, he's yeah. American. Thomas Jane's American. You know what? I made him Australian Thomas for me, Jane. bitch. You really elevated him because he has nothing to think of about him. Like oh, Thomas Jane, like even his name is it's like I know I'm sure how many times were did people think that like when they were doing roll call, did they think there was a lovely lady named Jane Thomas there? <laughs> like, oh, right. Like literally the most generic name, Tom and Jane. That's true. Jane <laughs> Thomas. True. Yeah, I watch him on The Expanse. I love him. But when you said that, I thought you were talking about Simon Baker from The Mentalist. I don't know. Oh, he's, oh. he's attractive too. You yeah. know, the rumor about him was that he never wore deodorant. And he oh, just stunk up the that. place. Yeah. And, and, and the ca- all the cast were like, can we not be here anymore? Really? Because <laughs> he was so name. awful. Yeah. Well, wow. he always wore vests on that show on The Mentalist. Like that was his character trick. Like he could he could tell what everybody was thinking, but also he wore vests. <laughs> which I always really loved. Okay. Um shall we start to recap? recap this? Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. We'll recap this in the next episode. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> Here's part two of the holidays. So um, it opens up with a woman who we come to know as Sloan. By the way, every name in this movie oh. is like like Wasp. Wasp. It's like Wasp Nightmare. Everything's like Sloan, Jackson, Jack- York. I yes, mean, York. Oh, York. York Harley. York. Yeah, it was it was like very hard for me to remember these names. So this is Sloan. She's Emma Roberts, not Bryce Dallas Howard, nor is she Jessica Chastain. She's she's <laughs> just Emma Roberts, and she's smoking a cigarette outside. It's the holidays, and she's like, "Fucking holidays!" Yeah, guess what? You're an R-rated movie, fucking twats. <laughs> yeah, we it, know how this tone is going to go. Yeah, this movie yeah. very much is like, "Hey, we want to show you everything, so that way you gritty. don't." You don't infer anything. Yes. Right. And she she like walks in and she's uh and immediately we just see like it suddenly becomes like this cavalcade of it, it is like Poodle said, it becomes mama's family where you feel like you're in an <laughs> SNL sketch. The entire time. Yeah. Yes. The house is like Christmas Wonderland. She's like the only one who doesn't belong. And that even the, and all the siblings are like, You're single. <laughs> she went yeah. on the single person's here. Wow. And they're like, you know what? Let's make a romantic comedy character who's not anything like a romantic comedy character. And she's like, fuck <laughs> it. And she takes her cigarette and she ashes it out on Santa's head outside. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm she's trying to cheer for you because you're single all the time, but that's not nice. Fucking like holidays. It's, it really if you is. Like the feature film Bad Moms. You're gonna love <laughs> me. Come on, Bad it, Santa. It, I feel like, and I'm referencing this because I'm a comic nerd. But why it feels like this was a romantic comedy, kind of directed by Zack Snyder. And why I say that is because Zack Snyder, like, if there's a Lily, he killed it to the yeah. extreme. And I feel like they were like, "Hey, how did that? The only normal name in the whole movie. How did your date go with Rodney, the clown? Like it just." <laughs> That was such a weird thing to say. Like you could have said an accountant. You could have said Rodney, the uh, um, uh, the fireman, even if you wanted it sexy. But no, the clown. That's Why the movie they... I want to see. I want to yeah. see her date with the clown. Like, wouldn't it make more sense if she turned down a really good option like Rodney, the lawyer or something like that? Yeah. Like, it almost felt like the movie should have had like either this family be totally arch and crazy and like obsessed with people being like married off. And like, that's the whole, like that's what's funny about them is that they are have like this like crazy mindset, like the other family we see in the beginning. 
But mm-hmm. it's not that. They're just like, oh, we set you up with a clown. Why aren't you into dating a yeah, clown? Yeah, why are you into that, you fucking loser? Like, I love that the family just thinks that she's completely a loser as well. And like, you guys, they... the oh, mom is the least supportive mother you'll ever meet. And just a monster. She yeah. kind of is, but I, like, that's my mom in a way. Like, she's redheaded yeah, like that, mom, even. Yeah. And I like a realistic mom because all these moms in Christmas movies, you're like, oh my God, all I yeah. care about is you. And then I die at the end and everyone cries. Like, family stone. I just felt like. Started. But this, <laughs> oh, I, I like love that movie. Like, you know what? I'm miserable. You're miserable. And, you know, we're all going to fucking die alone. I don't want to put the fucking leaf in. <laughs> do we ever, do we ever find out what happened to the dad? Did she, did we ever find out? She had a very, um, uh, like, oh, dark. Yeah, it was kind of like, I hate putting leaves in tables. I hate putting leaves in tables. And now I'm going to like hook up with the dad from the Wonder Years. I think that arc was probably in a draft. That is the dad from the Wonder Years. That's what it was. Uh, I think that arc was in a part of the draft, who he was, because that guy and because dad, Wonder Years dad replaced that kind of gruff. And that's why she was being that way to the daughter. Right. So, but we never, we never got the payoff from that. So you're saying the... The mom and the daughter are both terrible people because they're not with the man and yes. unhappy. Okay, Which I just is, want to yeah. make sure we're perpetuating the feminism. Mom, the mom also might blame the daughter. Maybe it was some, maybe it was a thing like um, the dad tried to set the daughter up with a with a boyfriend <laughs> and died, and so she always blames <laughs> the mom blames the daughter for her husband for dying. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Somebody call White Cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, I'll never forget I mean, when I when your father set you up on that date a long time ago, <laughs> and he ran into an interstate pylon. If only you hadn't been single, he would be here all <laughs> with us today to put in the leaf. That's he why Francis so Fritcher agreed to do that, agreed to this movie because of that scene that was cut. Unfortunately, well, you know, there so. probably was like a thing that was like. She doesn't like like putting in the leaf reminds her of when they had more people at the table. Yes. That the movie should have been four hours. Know, bitch. The, the movie should have been a BBC miniseries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> added some layers to Francis over there. I think Jake's right that they trick people by giving them big scenes in the script and then cutting them. <laughs> Like, oh yeah like some huge scene at the grave you know where she has a monologue she has a monologue I, and it got i cut. think yeah, yeah i i think i think that was it because she's a dramatic actress and yeah. uh she was the mom and from titanic that her most famous is is kate yeah. winslet's mom and didn't she win an oscar for unforgiven yes she did Oh, that's she did. such an Academy Award winning. She's an Academy Award winning. She's an Academy actor. Award winner playing a mom who has no reason for being cruel to her daughter. <laughs> but it's Netflix, and there was more money than God, and so they just gave it to her. She's just like very determined to have her daughter be with someone, and so um, also like uh, one thing that we learn is that um, Sloane is a smoker. Although, do, oh, we only really see her smoking. Oh, that first oh horrible people are smoking. <laughs> They couldn't make her fat because it's TV. Might as well make her a smoker. Smoker who enjoys chocolate. And then we also see the aunt. What's the aunt's name? Is it Susan? It's Susan. Yes, Susan. Susan Susan brought a name. It just sounded like they were saying slut. I did type Aunt Slut actually when I was typing notes. She brought um, home a Christmas. She brought home a Santa Claus. She the Santa Claus from the mall, mind you. We're already introducing the most important character of the mall. Yeah. So, and that I is there. 
they're they're making fun of this, but this is a serious sex addiction. <laughs> it really is. I mean, this, and this is coming from gay men. This is coming that. from me. I have a lot of sex, and I think this is some serious sexual addiction. I support it. I think it was the most progressive part of the entire movie. It was very I, much so. I'm I'm kind of for it too. She uh. I, I love, too, that, again, like most movies you see a little bit, even though I can like 24 dresses with what's her name, who's horrible. Um, there's like they said seven dresses, please. Or 27. <laughs> Remove three of her dresses. Yeah, I did. Y'all, I'm terrible. <laughs> I never made that it. movie much more acceptable. Well, I, the Jake's world. I spend all of my time going 27 at, right after he says something. <laughs> but uh, or, or like. Go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, another correction when he's like, yeah, that's like, you know, Press Your Luck hosted by Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> Elizabeth and, Smart. and I stopped and I went, you mean Elizabeth Banks? She and I said, Elizabeth no, Smart Elizabeth Smart was in the heart and Smart. was kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. she would have been better. She would have been every Jake, time something dings, she would just be like. Or Jake actually <laughs> said she could play her harp. <laughs> By the way, if this movie were made 15 years ago, it would be starring Amy Smart. I think we can all it agree. Would be. Yes. Amy yeah. Smart. Yeah. Um, it would. I forgot. Oh, I was going to say, there's usually some time where they set up the characters. We get a little bit of their life. Within the first minute and 30 seconds, we get, oh, well, you need to go on a holiday, honey. And I'm like, whoa. We whoa, whoa, just, what's the holiday? Yeah. We just yeah. got it in, in like the first That's... minute, yet this movie was an hour and 45 minutes long. 90 minutes were, top. Were you the only one who was shocked that when you when it was like Labor Day and you're like, okay, there's only like two months left in the year. It was Halloween. And I was like, there's still 40 yes. minutes left after yes, Halloween? I was too. <laughs> this should have been 90 minutes tops. Yeah. 85 would have been that a good a, length. Yeah, that was I just want to say, movie. When they say holiday right out the gate, that's like some TV movie show. Like, we got to get the premise in before like, the yeah, first that holiday. That's some producer. Got to get the name out there, boys. <laughs> I just want to recognition. I want to say that, like, I love doing my show with Jake. Jake's one of the smartest people I know. And usually he's usually very aware of things. But every once in a while, I'm like, where the fuck did you think that? And I love you, Poodle. But you did say, wow, I hope we can make fun of this because this movie looks good. <laughs> Did I say that? You did say that. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I was wrong. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.